Grand Risings, Grand Risings. This is Humble Dame coming to you guys on this thankful Tuesday. I hope you guys find something to be thankful for today. I wanted to come and read to you from one of my favorite authors by the name of Marliana Donato, um, her wonderful book, Spiritual Famine in the Age of Plenty. And I want to talk to you about defining bliss. Okay, this is coming from chapter nine. Very excellent read. And it says each of us is a multiplicity of preferences, emotions, and memory unto ourselves. What may bring me joy may not be the same for my friend or my husband. Excuse me. With each, we each have our own definition of bliss. And sometimes it changes with our age, consciousness, and circumstances in life. What is bliss for you? What was bliss to you at the age of 20, 30, or 40? What is bliss to you at this very moment? Many of us, for many of us, bliss is an elusive word and concept. We may have an idea of what we think it is or may have touched upon it at some time in our lives, but it remains nebulous when we attempt to reach out and grasp a definitive edge. I believe it is easier when we ask ourselves, what emotion do we equate with bliss? Is it joy, excitement, passion, hope, love, self-confidence, or containment? Is it achievement, peace, spiritual communion? Being human, being true to our human nature, our answers will change from day to day. And to me, that is beautiful because it reminds me of how many options for bliss we have. For me, bliss is five simple nourishments. It is beauty, love, inspiration, self, and spirits. That is the acronym for bliss. B-L-I-S-S. These five nourishments can also be seen as tools and we can take out of our toolbox anywhere at any time. So beauty, making room for beauty, as we touched upon, is essential in experiencing the ecstatic or blissful. Making a commitment to seeing, honoring, and being surrounded by beauty engages our senses and feeds the soul. Without beauty, We are moved by little, and life is a continuous great tunnel with no highs or lows. Beauty is our best friend on this human journey, and the higher power in each of us beckons us to submerge ourselves in it. Here are a few ways you can commit to make beauty. It says make a beauty journal. It can be simple, a simple pad of paper or a decorated diary, a place where you can add something daily that you have noticed in your travels or felt emotionally or spiritually, a place where your deepest and most sacred observations of beauty will be recorded. Dedicate part of every day to noticing what is beautiful to your eye, the flower growing in the sidewalk, the color of your loved one's eyes, the intricate layers of seeds inside of a kiwi. And it also says collect quotes about beauty. You can engage your senses and observations of beauty. You want to taste beauty. You want to feel beauty. You want to hear beauty. You want to see beauty. You want to smell beauty. And then you want to share the beauty you find. If you took a beautiful picture, share it with other people. Remain close to nature and find beauty there. First, you will feel feel great and then you'll be able to feel the beauty. And then love. Love as emotion can bring us the greatest bliss or the deepest pain. Love as energy can bring healing at the core level. 
Throughout time, the thread that runs through most religions is the concept of love. All love is equal and divine when it is pure. Contrary to human understanding of love as an emotion, in essence, love is an energy. Energy is what we call God. God is love. We are energy. We are love. When we surrender ego and fear, we can become like reeds in the wind and allow love to pass through us. It is then we can create with the en- this energy and even manifest miracles. During our modern challenging times, each of us must become spiritual warriors and individually invoke the power of love in our lives. Each person is a ripple on the surface of the pond that begets another. Perhaps this is the nucleus of our religious or mystical quest to reach a state of love, and then all is possible. But to accomplish this, all doubt and fear must first be conquered, or the pristine consciousness of love will be diluted. Allotting room for love in our lives is also critical for living more blissfully. This does not mean we do not be in love. We do not have to be in love, have a partner, or be a parent. It also does not mean we need others in order to align with the energy of love. Love is free-flowing life force of the universe and independent of human ties and emotions. Love is pure essence of the eternal within us. Here is a meditation exercise you may wish to try or use regularly to feed your heart center, the place where the self resides within the self. Perhaps you would like to do this with a friend, each taking turns to read aloud the text aloud as a guide. And she gives a beautiful meditation that you can do uh, once you feel submerged in your object of focus. You can begin to breathe and evenly for a long uh, for a few long moments. And she gives beautiful, beautiful ways where you can do some meditations on love. So I would admonish you guys um, define what bliss is to you. OK, and once you define what bliss is to you, make room and throughout your day to experience bliss. Um, it could be something as simple as. Uh, you like to paint your nails, right? You're experiencing self-love for yourself or decorating and adorning your beautiful physical temple. Or it could be something as simple as taking a walk out in nature and being appreciative of the trees. Um, kind of touching on the subject of what I spoke about in yesterday's podcast about planting more trees. Um, that was our eco tip um, that we can give back um, to the uh, environment, or you can go out and appreciate trees. They're living beings just like us, and you can appreciate them working 24-7 to clear the air for us that we breathe. Um, so that's a little bit of a bliss, right? And it's not escapism. Um, it's setting down fear. It's setting down doubt. It's setting down uh, low self-esteem. It's setting down all of the negative emotions, jealousy, envy, covetousness. It's setting those things down competitiveness and just living in the moment and defining what bliss is to you. Okay. So bliss to me may be writing or just relaxing, right? Bliss to you may be making love, a uh, passionate love to your partner, uh, nice French kisses, tongue kisses, uh, taking a bath with your partner, um, enjoying a cup of tea. So make some room today for some bliss on this thankful Tuesday, find something to be thankful for experience bliss, define it for yourself. And you guys have a wonderful day. And I'm thankful that you're tuned in today so that we can define what bliss is. Humble Dame, over and out.